This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. What up, though? It's your boy, DTM, Deontay, the motivator. And this is D-Girl from Runaway with a whole lot of shit to say. It's your girl, KD. Yeah, and together we are Relationship, Relationship Reality. Reality. What's up, world? We missed y'all, man. We hope you guys had an amazing week so far. Um, this week, man, it's just us. It's me and my beautiful wife, whom I love so freaking much. Um, so we're going to start off with a, a segment that, was, that really hit home last week, man. It was really good. It's called... First thought, and what first thought is, is we throw out a word, and you throw out your first thought. Uh, we go through it, it's kind of fast, it's real rapid, so we want to hear, don't think about it. If you missed last week's podcast, man, you, you missed it, for sure. We had Emoji Bam on here, who was giving all the emoji answers. It was amazing, it was funny, so we're going to keep it going, man. So, uh, Katie, you ready? Yep. All right, uh, first one, love. Hair. KFC. Meat. Vacation. Sure. Wedding. Long time ago. Threesome. Sure. Pussy. Clean. Sham. Yours. Entrepreneur. Tommy. Kissing. Lips. Erection. Dick. Chill. <laughs> That's it. That's it. What you got? Pussy. Head. Keisha. Yes. Love. Amazing. Hate. None. Steak. Amazing. Anal. Yes. Oral. Okay. Marriage. Oh, yeah. Friends. You work sometimes all right that's it man that's it and that's what we have right there that's first thought just just to see what you got going um so we're gonna jump right into the show um and this one man we got a segment called ash kd so a lot of this show is gonna be kind of uh getting into katie's head trying to see what she's thinking she can help a couple of my friends out man i got a couple of friends who need some help um so one we know how we heard, if you caught any of our shows, you heard how Katie feel um, about women proposing. So, I got a friend who proposed to his girl. They've been together for about seven years or so. Um, and she said no. And so my question is, does that put a strain on the relationship? Can they keep it going? Um, does he wait and try to repropose again? Like, what What can he do? Help him out, KD. I just feel like before you propose to someone, a conversation should be had, a conversation about marriage. A con- actually, even in the beginning of your relationship, a conversation should be had about marriage, children, um, expectations of the future, things like that. So it, to me, the fact that she turned him down makes you feel as if the conversation was never had like who you know like did, does she want to get married is marriage something that she sees in her future did he read maybe it? she don't want to be a wife maybe, maybe he read something wrong somewhere it don't necessarily be read something wrong because i got a brother who is 10 years older than me he's a wonderful man he's a wonderful provider um like when he has girlfriends like if they live together 
her the expectation is not that she pays for anything and you know he opens doors he pays for dinner like he does everything that you would think that you would want a husband and provider to be but he has no desire to be married but he tells women that in the beginning like I don't want to be married I want to have children sometimes you can say um oh no that's fine because maybe you think you could change that person's mind (laughs) yeah or whatever the case may be but what ends up happening is five six seven eight years down the road now they like oh wow you really never are going to make me your wife (laughs) oh you meant that but he said it from the beginning like a husband is not something he wants to be a father is not something he wants to be and that's just how he feels like he's not secretive about it he's not trying to hide it you know i got another brother he's been with his chick for 20 years probably never gonna marry her because he doesn't want to be married and it could be because our parents weren't married so they don't view marriage as a necessity but to me as long as you're honest then you're not hiding anything or whatever so in this case maybe he should have had a different conversation with her like do you want to get married do you plan on being married if you picked your dream ring what would it look like like you know things like that so i wonder so i wonder if if Picking the wrong ring. That wouldn't make you say those. no. It wouldn't? I don't think so. It would make her accept it, and then they would have a conversation, I would think. Like, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to marry you, but you got to you gotta do something with this thing yeah, on my finger. maybe they'll redesign thing. it, or, you know, maybe they'll just say, like, this, and I don't like this, this, and this about the ring. So maybe in five years, if you upgrade the ring, or 10 years, or whatever, this is what the ring should look like. Which all those conversations to me should be had prior to engagement. Yeah, I agree. I think sometimes the conversation is missed, and uh, we just assume that everybody want to get married. Yeah, but everybody don't want to get married. Yeah, that's true. Because I knew some people who didn't want to get married. I've never known anyone who threw the question out there like seriously, like got down on one knee in front of people and was like, you know, will you marry me? And they was like, mm, no. Uh, and then you gotta you gotta know the backstory. I'm sure it's not just no, just because no. Like it could be anything. It could be because maybe he's financially irresponsible. Maybe their sex life is trash. Maybe she doesn't feel confident in him being her protector. So the fact that she turned him down, there has to be a why behind it. So do you think? What about the way she said no? You think the way she said no play a role in him staying in that relationship? I mean, no is no. I don't know if it's a nice way you could say it or a mean way you could oh, say it. Oh, it's a mean way you could say no. <laughs> if you and that boy and they like, you know, like, will you marry me? Boy, come on, quit playing. Get on up. No. That that might be like, okay, we can fix that. But if, if you like, hey, uh, you know, I've been loving you so long. Will you marry me? And she just look at you like, nigga, please, get on up. No. Like, you know, I get, it's a way to say no. You'd be like, oh, no, this is over with. I'm so I guess to. it depends on the couple. Yeah. Can he recover from the no? You can. Some people, I don't know. Some people probably can't, but I believe you can. All right. So uh, feel free to join in on this conversation, man, on, on any of our social media sites so you can help my friend out so he can figure out what to do. Is he going to stay in this relationship? Is he going to try to make it work? Will he revisit that question later in life? Um, or Or is he scarred from proposing at all you know anything things like that uh so katie i got another question for you i got a friend who you know he's very he has a uh experimental spirit on him when it comes to sex 
He like he want to try everything, but his wife is kind of vanilla. She like I ain't really with that. I just want to, you know, keep it keep it what we got going on. So he like I really want to, I want to, I want to. She like no, this ain't what it is. Do you think that they can work that out? Do you think he gonna end up cheating? Because he he expressed that he was thinking about going outside the marriage and getting what it is that he's looking for. But at the same time, you know, he don't, that's not something that he wants to do. So what, what can he do about that? I don't, I don't know that there's anything he can do about that. I mean, I said before in previous episodes that I do not believe that two people that are not equally yoked sexually can make their relationship work no matter how bad they want to. If you sexually are a 10 in your spouse, relationship, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, sexual freakiness is a two, nine times out of ten is not going to work. Because the odds of you not fulfilling your your needs are probably slim to none. And the odds of that person becoming this super freak from around the way is probably slim to none because you like what you like. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with saying what you want is not what I want, and what I want is not what you want, so we need to go our separate ways. Because sex is an important part of any relationship, rather it's marriage or just dating or whatever. Um, if, I, if I'm if i into oral sex or, like, sex in public places or, you know, all these things that, that I need to be fulfilled, and you're like, no, I only want to have sex in the bed at 7 o'clock, and that's just how it is, it's not going to work. So just playing devil's advocate, so how, don't, don't, ain't that selfish? No, it's not selfish. Is that selfish. a form of selfishness when you're like, But sometimes I you have to this. be selfish because why? So it's selfish to say, like, I want my sex life to look like this. I don't like the way it looks with you, and I feel like I'm going to move on with my life. The se- I don't. It's selfless to be able to not have, be having a fear. To be able to say, this is not what I want. And if you're not willing to give me what I want, then I should leave prior to me having an extramarital affair. Or oh. even afterwards. Like, so maybe I thought I wanted something sexually and didn't sh- wasn't sure whatever. Then I have sex with someone else and it's like, wow, this is how I want things to always be. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and leave instead of staying with you for the next 15, 20 years. And the whole time I'm I'm with this other person for the same 15, 20 years. I got a friend whose parents recently got divorced and through their divorce, her mom found out that her dad has had an affair with a woman for 27 years. 27. They were married for like 30 something years. That's that's two relationship. That's no longer an affair. So the thing is, and so not really, he both are men. Like, we both are with him. <laughs> but the thing is, that further devastated her. To find out that the man who she gave her everything to never gave his everything to her because you can't give your everything to two, three, four people. It's not possible. So I feel like whatever his reason for being with this woman for that long, he should have let her go. He should have been like, listen, this ain't whatever. She do this for me better or whatever, whatever the case was. I don't know what his reasoning behind it was. So he probably had a mixed, a mixed emotions or mixed feelings or. He did. But the thing the, is, what he did was he waited till his last baby was graduated and went on to college. And then that's when he left. But my thing is, you left 
and you left to something else. So while she now is in her 50s, going into her 60s, divorced, now she trying to figure out her next move in life when you didn't give her that option because you had you had your, your backup plan the whole time. Right. It was a forefront plan. So <laughs> so in your mind, you say, I'm going to stay with her until the kids is out of our house and going to college and whatever, whatever. But you left her to go. You never had a cold bed. You left this bed to get another bed, the bed that you had already been in the whole time anyway. So now she's trying to figure out, like, date. come on now, dating at 60, it's not impossible, but it's not ideal either. And yeah. how is that fair? So you took that from her. That was selfish. I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, that's crazy. That You know how much work my man had to put in to have two he did long, I had a friend who was doing that. He was doing it in two different countries. He had but a, he did it, though. Here and in uh, and He had a whole family that nobody knew about but him. Like, like, bro, you got kids? Right. Your friend. Like, yeah, right. Like, And it was crazy. You, you you just traveling back and forth, and nobody knows what's going on. Of course, I know what's going on. and you know, But the girl that you went over here don't have no clue. And then the girl you went over there have no clue. They both think they number one. Right, and that how is that fair? And that that is now probably you now you done had babies with this one woman, mm-hmm. and she thinking she gonna be your wife one day. When the whole time you in, you involved with this other woman, you don't have no intention of marrying either one of them. So now, when your woman to have your children find out about your infidelities, she like I don't want to be with you no more. I'm about to move on, but she gotta take a piece of you with her because you left these you got these two kids with her. Right. Which now I think they got like three kids, but you have these children over here that I have to deal with every day. And that, how is that fair? That to me, that's when selfishness comes in. I, yeah, it's I, it's it's less selfish to say I'm not satisfied. Rather, rather is emotionally, sexually, physically, whatever. I'm not satisfied. And if you can't satisfy me, or if you're not willing to satisfy me, then I think we should go ahead and sever our ties right now. That's selfless because it's not easy. And I think that's the reason why it's kept a secret because a lot of men for sure, I can't speak for the women, but I know a lot of men for sure are scared of the no. They're they scared of if I tell you, all right, I want this and that, and you're going to be but like, the, no. But you telling somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. They, like they don't mind telling somebody else. And I, don't, I never really understood how you would keep it a secret from – um, you would keep it a secret from like the the wife or the girlfriend, but you won't you would tell the mistress or vice versa. Like you know, I, I've heard people say like your mistress or your side piece is the person that you could be the most open with, and it's because it don't matter to you if they judge you because your thoughts of them not one hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like your spouse is the one who you want to be with, and your spouse is the one that you care about what they think or what they say. My thing is that should not be the norm. I feel like you should be able to go to your spouse and you should be able to go to your relationship person and be able to say, this is my expectation and this is what I want. That's the only way to have, have a successful marriage. When when you look back and you say, well, how have we been together for 20 years? Because the honesty, even if sometimes it's not, it's not all golden, but I mean, if you secret about your desires, then you desire in the dark which gives someone else the light to come in and infiltrate what you are building. Right. That's true. So my thing is you should never get into a committed relationship 
until you're ready to be honest. Not only with your mate, but also with yourself. Be honest with yourself about what you want sexually. I think that should be first for the, for the person to be honest with themselves. That's what because, I'm saying. Yeah. Until you're honest with yourself, you shouldn't get into yourself into no relationship. Yeah, I think that that that's the that's that one step that's missed and and probably I'm gonna say a good eighty five percent of relationships is that they're not honest with themselves. Nor I'm not even gonna say they're not honest with themselves. They just never gave themselves the time of day to realize what they want. You know what I'm saying? So they just kinda learning themselves on the fly. Yeah, that might be true too. So yeah. But when you start growing sexually, it's important to find someone who's willing to grow sexually as well and that may be why sometimes relationships with huge age gaps don't necessarily work out the reason is because while you're finding what you like sexually they've already discovered what they like and they're not willing to give or take at all all right so when you have these relationships with like 10, 15 year difference and you're like, oh, I want to do this, this and this. They like, oh, I did that already. I didn't like it. <laughs> but it's not fair. Like, OK, you did it already, but I didn't. And I want to try it. And they're like, no, we're not going to do that. Like, how is that fair? It's not. So so <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I like how you just did that. You just, how is that fair? It's not. It's like not. You asked the question and answered it. Right? I was just not. about to say it's not. But you took that from me. But so do you think it's easier for like an older man to be with a younger woman or an older woman to be with a younger man um i think that it i don't think it's easier either way i think that it's easier to be with someone who at whatever age they're at still has an open mind sexually so rather the man or the woman is older i don't think that matters because um i have a really good friend who was in a relationship with someone significantly older and that person was not open sexually. They did not want to do anything where now um, my friend is also with someone who's significantly older still, but they are open sexually. So it doesn't matter about the age. It, it matters about the close mindedness. I also have friends that are close in age and are not open to anything sexually. So I don't think the age matters. It's about the open mindedness. I don't know why I got this uh, it's this thought in my head that older women or women, period, are more likely to be open or change their mind or kind of go with the flow or be willing to change than older men. I almost feel like older men are like way more stubborn than older I, women when it comes to pretty much, especially in the sex area. I don't, I, I don't know. I guess because I know both. I know older women that like I would never, and I I know older men that say they would never. I don't think it's an age thing. I think it's for one. I think it may be an experience thing yeah. because if you was sucking and fucking at twelve, by the time you're twenty five, you've probably experienced all you feel like you're going to experience, and you good. So if somebody come like, oh, we should try this, mm, a because you already did it and you know you don't like it, or b because you're just not interested. And I think the problem is when you try stuff and you're not interested, when somebody else comes that's never tried it and they're like, hey, I really want to try this. And you're like, no, I already did that before. I didn't like it. Like, yeah, but why take it from me? I never tried it. So what's going to happen? I'm going to end up trying it with somebody else. So have you ever tried something with someone and then somebody else came along and, and wanted you to try it again? And you was like, bad. I, and I know we've been together since like the beginning <laughs> no, of time. But it don't necessarily have to be that. You know what I mean? That in that area, like in the sex area, it could be like 
no, it's like liquor. Yeah. I, let's say that it's like liquor. Sir, I, I don't like pineapple juice in my liquor. I don't like pineapple juice in my anything. But <laughs> I'm never. It don't matter. You be like, oh, I made this drink just for. I'm not drinking it because I already don't. I don't like that. Okay. So somebody, if it's very important to somebody that I try something with pineapple juice, I'm probably gonna be a very bad person to them because even if it's a deal breaker, even if they're like, if you don't eat this pineapple, we'll never be friends again. All right then. We're just gonna have to not be friends because I don't I'm not drinking it. I'm not drinking it. I'm not Shout eating it. Shout out to it. the old friend then. I'm just but like, that's how I feel. Like like if Kiki or Matilda or Bells, if any of them came to me like, hey, if you don't eat this pineapple we're never going to be friends again. I'm like, you know, I love you. And when you feel better about it, you can come back. But for now, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not it. doing it. I'm not eating it. But this another thing, too. They my friends, so they know I'm not going to eat it. And they know I'm not going to drink it. Yeah. And I guess that's, that's a key point right there, too. Because they would never put you in that position but if they're real But I'm just saying, plan. but if they but got this bomb-ass you know, drink where they like, Keisha, you got to drink this. It do got pineapple juice in it, but you got to drink it. I'm going to say I'm not doing it. I'm going to just tell you all this. I don't know how she got her taste buds, the way she got her taste buds. But even if you don't tell her, she's going to sip it. She's going to do this little lip thing. I don't know. It's like a I – don't, I can't explain how she do the lip thing. But she be like, this got pineapple juice in it. And everybody around it be like, nah. Even the person who's serving the drink, and they be like, oh, wait, it is a little bit of pineapple juice. <laughs> she tastes it out of go. anything. That's I don't like crazy. It. So, um, do we have a uh, Ask KD today? No? The Ask KD was, how do you handle your ex? Okay. And, and how do you handle your ex? My answer to that was, you don't. If you got business with your ex and it's a lucrative business, then you all should speak about business only. It shouldn't be. It, especially if you're in a new relationship, like you have to be able to draw a line between your ex and, and your current relationship. If your ex is making heart eyes under your photos and they, if you put up a sexual status and they like loving it and all that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's disrespectful. The first one to love it too. Like you got to be able to say, hey, bro, this ain't that. Like you can't, you know what I mean? You can't do that. It ain't got nothing to do with business. If I'm sitting up here saying like, oh, I like to give head for 45 minutes, whatever, and the nigga come love it, like what that got to do with a, with our business? Nothing. Yeah, like you true. you crossing the line. Yeah. And it's like you can't say like, well, I'm just trying to make sure things are still good so we can do business. Like, bro, it's somebody else that could do what that person does if they can't respect your relationship. That's true. And I guess the whoever it is, they would have to put the foot down and let them know like, no, this ain't that. They would for sure have because to put people, their foot down. For sure, people only do what you allow them to do That's in your 100% life. True. Now, they're going to do what, whatever in their own life, but they only do what you allow them to do in your life. That's so. true. Because if you say, like, don't do that, and if they still doing it, then they got to get removed from whatever platform they're using to be disrespectful. They have to be removed from that platform. Right. If they calling you at all hours of the night, then they need to be blocked from calling your phone. I'm like Matumbo when it comes to that because I'll block you quick. If they liking, if they being disrespectful on social media, then they need to be blocked off that social media platform. Yeah, it is. Because ultimately what needs to happen is your current relationship needs to know that they don't have to worry about your past relationship. And the only way to do that is to make standards and make limitations known. That's the only way to do it. Uh, Like you can't, you know, like I don't have that issue, but I know we've been together forever. But even back in the day, like you got, you've always said like, this is this and you don't do, you know, you don't be disrespectful, whatever. That's yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think that's just something that I was taught at a young age is that you, you for one, have to stand up for what's yours if you want, if you want to keep it. 
But, you know, if you don't want to keep it, then and do whatever you've been doing before. And when they leave you, you're going to be like, the thrill is gone. Oh, my God. You know? <laughs> but, you know, uh, so, Katie, let them know how they can follow us, where we at. You can follow me on my private page on, I'm sorry, on my personal page, which is private, but it's my personal page. It's Keisha.KD. Um, you can follow uh, DTM at Deontay underscore the underscore motivator. Um, you can follow our podcast page at Relationship Reality Podcast on Instagram. On Facebook, we are Relationship Reality The Podcast. Our um, hey, You can follow DTM on Facebook at Deontay The Motivator. Um, you can listen to us on Podbeam, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and YouTube. All right, man. And that's our show for today. The motivational message for you guys for this week is that you are the CEO of your life. So you got to make sure you hire, fire, and promote accordingly. It's your boy, man, DTM, Deontay, the motivator. And your girl, KD. And we will see you next week. Peace. Two of them. Yeah.